0: Well, hello, raw feeders. I'm Dee, Dee Mercer Moffat, CEO of Raw Dog Food and Company, where your pets health is our business. And we're friends like my friend, Dr. Andy. Well, we don't no. let friends feed kibble, do we, Dr. Andy? We do not. We try our best. <laughs> People won't let go of the kibble. Let I go love of my the kibble, kibble. folks. I know, I know. People will say, well, my dog's a picky eater, so I have to give him kibble. And I'm thinking, I think they're picky eaters because you give them kibble. But, yes, yes. you know, what do I know? I've only been doing this, you know, um, 24 years. I don't know much. I was trying to figure, I said this to Neely the other day, how many hours are in 24 years? Because, the, you know, they say if you have <laughs> 10,000 hours. Now you can't say every single minute of the day is, you know. But you do sleep. I do sleep. Okay, and I, so, yeah, yeah, I do sleep. And uh, so anyway, <laughs> I got to figure that out. How many hours that is. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, you put in so many hours into what you do. And you know what people may not realize is that you continually educate yourself. You just got back from Chicago again. Yep, and again, uh, you went and and you're detoxing now. This is what I'd like to say, Dr. Andy, when our people don't feel so great. And when and our that's pets, that's why I'm like,
1: it? I just got a little of the crud, and you're like detoxing. I'm like, I like it
0: because it was a lot. Class was a lot. People are a lot. Travels a lot. And your body says, "Hey, I got too much stuff, so I'm gonna have to have a little fever. I got to get you a little fever so we can get that stuff a little flimsy, so we can sneeze it out, cough it out, poop it yep. out, chill it out, right? Yep. The body's amazing thing; it's taking care of it. Dr. It's Callen, not a is wrongness, really, right. <laughs> Dr. Cowan is really big on words. Mm-hmm. Right? Words are very important, like he was talking about uh, I was just in his uh, his community on Thursday, yes, uh, Thursday. And he was saying that um that he wanted to know. he said, does anybody know what doctor means? What is doctor? <laughs> And he was like, look, you know, when you doctor a paper, when you, you know, you you change it and all this kind of stuff. So he was like going through all this, but it it was funny, but I think words are important. Right. So I, I also say it's just a very expensive couple of letters. There you go. There you go. (laughs) Um, but you know, how do you feel? Do you feel different? Dr. Andy, if you say to yourself, I'm sick or i'm detoxing which one of those makes you feel better
1: of course detoxing right words mm-hmm. are important your self-talk's important um, we were you know discussing getting on here and doing this and i'm like i will be better in the morning <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you are and you are yeah. right
1: so try it. you got to put it out there
0: all right well what did you learn that was fascinating uh in chicago i think this is very important let me ask you this do do the vet chiropractors the ones that are you know your vet and chiropractors Mm -hmm. do they go to these type of courses as much as you do yes yeah okay yeah
1: now vets don't have to what they could yeah they don't have to they can do anything they want with the animal they can just go ahead and start popping and praying and whacking away on the animals Um, that that is allowed. I don't know any of them that do that. Okay, Okay. like most of them are actually quite frightened of chiropractic. So they're not out there doing that. Um, And so all of your DVMs, because I'm a DC doctor of chiropractic, they're a doctor of veterinary medicine, your DVMs that are offering chiropractic manipulation have taken a similar course that I have. And courses over the years. Yeah.
0: Okay. Cause I want to ask how many courses, how many years would you be comfortable uh, recommending to people who are out of state? Let's say that are looking for a chiropractor who have to have a DVM. There are some States that I think you, okay. Which thank goodness we don't live in in that state. Um, if they're looking for one.
1: Uh, so this is my story. This is the story I tell on that. It's a great question. So I went to chiropractic school. So the whole time I'm, I'm in chiropractic school, I'm pretending to adjust my fellow students and they are pretending to adjust me. I've had some of the worst adjustments in my life, right? Because we're in school and we are practicing. So four years of getting used to the high philosophy, Velocity thrust into the body, right? Four years of getting comfortable with that. The very first time I did a cervical adjustment, which is the neck, I cried. Like I was so nervous to do that on somebody that I cried. Um, And so I did my four years, graduated, went into the animal chiropractic course immediately. I was able to do that. And so I already have four years under my belt. These vets walking into that class have none, they have no comfort. With that thrust into the body, with the angles of the joints. Um, you know, some of them pick it up like this. A lot of them did not. It was actually very interesting to watch the vets in that class. And this was 21 years ago. They're like, we got to touch the animal with our hands. Cause a lot of them use this instrument. A lot of them, use, you know, like they are taught different things. Um, and so, so the, I have four years under my belt when I learned the different angles and the different maneuvers for the animals. And then I remember telling my mom six years in the practice, I go, I think I'm, I think I'm pretty good at this now. That's 10 years of practicing, right? That's what they call it. Chiropractic. Um, And that was strictly animals um, and 90% of them were dogs. And so your vets, there are some out there that get, that that is what they do. If they're doing acupuncture and chiropractic day in and day out, they're going to get good at it the ones that throw it in, you know, the third tuesday of every month probably not going to be that good at it, right? And and really the vast majority of them know this and they'll usually stick with their acupuncture, their needles, they're a lot more comfortable with that. I even have a couple of vets that took the courses I've taken and they still refer to me. Because my comfort level with adjustments is just so much higher and I think in general, you're going to find that when you have a certified animal chiropractor that's a DC, not in all cases, not in all cases.
0: Okay, I want to talk to you about this chiropractor that I've seen on the internet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's over in Europe. Well, I don't like him. No. And I'll tell you why. Number one, I, I like what you do, right? So- Asta was with you for over a year, right? And uh, we're going to start bringing laws in. Um, this guy, Andy, cracks their neck. And it's mm-hmm. like, I don't know if the sound is real. or I don't you, think I, the sound is real. I mean, I've never, no. number one, I've never seen you do that. I've never heard you pop a joint. I've never seen you be super aggressive with the dog now i will say that there were times where you know you you maybe pushed on asta's neck and and did a little turn and she was like yeah yeah, i'm gonna bite you yeah she she wouldn't but but uh that bothers me that doesn't seem like that would be the right thing to do what do you you've seen it right Oh yeah, I've seen
1: it. Yeah. It's usually roddies and pitties. And we were in class over the weekend, like you mentioned, and it's health pioneers and it's Dr. Carl De Stefano. So he's been a certified animal chiropractor for over 40 years. He's a board certified chiropractic neurologist and he's an AK doc, applied kinesiology. The man is brilliant. And all we did all weekend was central nervous system. So literally tracks from the brain crossing over in the brain stem and going down to the body and how to correct that with the chiropractic adjustment. Oh, fried my brain. And this is not my first rodeo. Okay. Um, But we talked about these videos in class and we have a mix of chiropractors and veterinarians taking this class. And Carl's like, "Eh." he's like, I have no idea where that came from. And there's no reason to do that to an animal. And you run the risk of putting too much information into the nervous system and making things a lot worse, a lot worse. Um, his whole thing is how specific can we get at each joint, at each, each angle? Um, what type of adjustment? And to do a global whack that head around and crank away um, is not a good idea. Thank God those dogs look young and really muscled up. If that was done to Asta, she probably never would have recovered. Like, she would have done more damage.
0: See, that's my my fear about those type of videos, that a pet parent will see that, Mm -hmm. think that's normal when a vet does that and continue to go to that vet, and then their dog could be irreparably harmed.
1: Yeah. And I've gotten mostly because of Dr. Just I've gotten lighter and lighter and lighter over the years. I mean, I I hear back from veterinarians that refer to me and the owners are like, she didn't seem to do much, but the dog got better Um, because it, and that is my target, right? We actually, we want a really good visit. We want this to feel good. You want to feel better after. Um, But yeah, those, those videos are not doing my profession any justice.
0: Okay. I mean, if, if a pet parent were to work with a vet and they're hearing snap, crackling, popping, is that too hard? Because I've, ne- I, I've never heard that. Right.
1: No, it's a rarity that I get a pop. And if I do, it's like a little click, you know, once a week, maybe. Um, so, yeah. In you continuous this? my Doberman's actually upper lumbar, um, will pop quite a bit, but that's him. I know him. Um, but he's about the only one I know that does that on a regular basis. And, you know, so yeah, a lot of popping could be, they're really being too rough. Um, a lot of popping could be, they're just what Dr. DeStefano so kindly says, they're just popping and praying. They're just adjusting and hoping something gets better.
0: You mean the the, the, the chiropractor. The, yeah, the chiropractor. Or the vet. Or oh the vet. my gosh, that doesn't sound good to me, popping and praying. That doesn't sound like they know what the hell they're doing. Well, it works. You know, 80, 90% of the time it works. That's where I started. I started out. They they you know,
1: school showed you your basic setups and you just pounded on the bones and hey, did they get better? Um that's what we're generally taught in school, and that's why after school is when you continue your ad and you finesse it and you find those mentors in your, in your life. And you, yeah, which I would love to see more chiropractors in his class. Cause he's the only one on the planet teaching this stuff.
0: Literally. Why is it that all the good ones, all the good ones are retiring or dying? Yeah. Well, and he's D- dying, going
1: up on um, <laughs> 70. So that's oh, why no. I've been going back <laughs> quite a bit. Cause I'm like, I got to get all this now.
0: I, I really do hope that, well, maybe you're going to move into that position, right? So maybe you're going to become a teacher because we can't have all the good people not teaching anymore so that all this crap comes through and we think that's normal and good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it, it it's why I, I talk about Cowan so much and, and people want to... um vilify him for, for giving up his license. They have the new biology clinic, which I, I love. And, um, I've got to send you the talk that he did on rabies, right? Um, because he, he brings the receipts as they say, you know, um, in the truth movement, they bring the receipts. That means he's got the information to back up what he says. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. A lot of people will just say something and they have no information to back it up, but he does. And um, we were talking about, and and God knows we see it all the time, but we were talking about a dog that, you know, that is very ill. Mm -hmm. And this illness came upon him after a rabies shot
1: yeah he's not even two yet big noof. he was never quite well to begin with right had a little giardia picked up a upper respiratory at a dog show was treated very conventionally for those things and then got his rabies shot at whatever that was five six months and he's um he's always after that he was he was always a little squirrely then he got to leave even squirrelier in the brain um you know won't walk over floors this is scary won't do this won't do that and it's and now he's just inflamed from head to toe you know diarrhea and this steroid reactive meningitis that seems to be um being diagnosed a lot all of a sudden like ridiculous for something that shouldn't be. So your meninges, meningitis, your itis is an inflammation, right? Whenever you get a diagnosis of an itis, you have an inflammation somewhere. Um, so meningitis is your meninges. Your meninges are the coverings around your brain, around your spinal cord and around your nerves. Mm. So when that gets inflamed, that's, that's not comfortable that's not good. Um, sometimes it's bacterial, sometimes it's, it's viral this what they're calling steroid reactive is idiopathic, which means I mean, they, they don't, don't have know. the idiots don't have any idea why it's causing it, but it does respond to pred. That's what that means. So thank god it is responding to pred, it's bringing down that inflammation. It's not long-term treatment, but right. other things are going to have to change, right?
0: Cause that's what I was going to say. You can't use pred for long-term now. Um, I know people that do. Yeah. And yeah, it's not good. No, no,
1: but I got to say pred. A, a lot of drugs out there. A lot of the drugs that I am aware of, and I'm not aware of all of them by any means. Um, you know, it's old, it's cheap and we know how ugly it is. And I almost would rather deal with that than some of these newfangled things they are pulling out um when it comes to medications and and it's the only one and i repeat this all the time the only one that reduces inflammation in the spinal cord the only one so if you have a disc supposedly diagnosed by your veterinarian or you are having neck pain or you have a meningitis because i think they did an mri on him it's the only thing that's going to work and then, you know, they're talking about he may have EPI and he may have this polyarthritis, um, multi-joint. He's just inflamed. He's got neuro inflammation. He is just inflamed from top to bottom. He is a very, very sick animal.
0: I was going to look at But you know,
1: she's still got him on that Purina Pro plan.
0: Oh my goodness. Okay. So Brian sent me, um, <laughs> he said. Have you heard what they're finding in Perina? I saw Parkland? that. I saw that. The lead is through the roof, people. The um, maggots. I mean, maggots are fine. I mean, seriously. I mean, they're probably fine. In the
1: realm of things, I could care about the maggots. <laughs> right. The um, heavy metals, the lead. Did you? Is that what you're talking about? Because there was yeah. a
0: host. Yeah. Yeah. What What do you think that's from? <laughs> god only knows um really god
1: only knows Uh, what do you think i don't know i know we're all like i I have no idea where where would they get a bunch of lead
0: you know i i don't know it is it is the the (laughs) equipment that old i don't think it has anything to do with equipment i think I i think i don't know it's just substandard crap that they put in there who knows i mean they don't care
1: they could be the chemicals that all the dead animals are laying in for days in the back before they even get processed too i don't know i don't know what that slurry is that i've seen pictures of you've seen pictures of
0: but Um, it's the best thing for your dog especially mm -hmm. in the competition arena okay (laughs) Don't get me started. Okay, I want to ask you, I got this email um, from uh, Kelly, okay? And Kelly does Feed Raw. She listens to the podcast daily. So she reached out and she said um, she's got this five-year-old pit mix who started limping on his front leg. And some days it's hard to tell which front leg is actually bothering him um she said it actually seems to switch legs Mm -hmm. now she said he did have a positive lyme test over the summer but they never went back to have the additional test done and dr jacek and i will be also addressing the test that supposedly indicates lyme but she said he's been fed raw for two years now, all good supplements, the adored beast or four leaf forever. Um, they have put him on a collagen supplement. I don't know what that is. Maybe it's dasquin. Uh, dasquin. Um, they do chicken feet, duck necks. Um, they've done jump for joints. Um, they've given him leadum. Okay. Yep. Leadum uh would be some yeah. yep. uh to to move heavy metals and stuff like that out of the body, correct? What does lead him actually? Uh, you know,
1: I, I always have to look them up. I, I, yeah, I, I'm not really yeah. sorry. <laughs> okay,
0: uh, they have. I done, don't they don't know offhand. Right, I have it. though. So they've done just about everything. They've also done CBD, and about three weeks ago, she she bought a red light therapy pad, and they've been doing red light therapy on his front legs every night. Um, mm-hmm. They did take him to see a chiropractic vet, uh-huh. uh, and she did an adjustment and some needling so is that acupuncture acupuncture? okay and she said no in huge improvement yet but he only had one session um so yeah other than that he's got great energy appetite is fine but the limping will not go away it's worse when he gets up after he plays Mm -hmm. or when they take him for a short walk um Mm And then that's where they went in and did the the quant c six test. Uh, and Dr. Ja and I will deal yeah, with that on know. the on the next podcast. But, um from that, oh, I want to say this, um, so they went in and did this test, which the test numbers results looked high. And so of course, they say. We don't have a bacterial infection. Your dog's limping. All we see here, the tests are high on this quant six. So we want to put him on doxy, doxycycline. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: That, that's the treatment for Lyme is doxy.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, don't, like I don't like six,
1: eight, 12 months, it, weeks. I mean, it's, it's a long treatment plan. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, She doesn't really want to do that, but you know, she's, she's kind of struggling here. Anything come to mind for Kelly?
1: How that long has
0: he been living? Uh, let me see. Did it say, let me go back here. Um, it seems like. Um, okay. She said she reached out a couple of months ago. Um, and and I think I remember Dr. Z and I doing a podcast on that. Um, okay. So let's, let's just say. Six months. I don't know. I'm going to say, I'm okay. going to go with six months. Okay.
1: Um, well, if we, if we do have lime that's set up in one of the joints, it can be quite inflamed and chiropractic is not going to affect it that much. Um, I would also not seeing this dog move at all. I'd want to know what's in the rear. Um, and you need to go back and get adjusted again. Um, one of Dr. Carl's favorite sayings is only Christ heals in one visit. <laughs> he goes, I often aspire, but you got to go back and you may have to go back a lot. We've talked about it, right? Those pities they're muscled up. They take a good two to three times longer to get an effect because those muscles are so strong in there.
0: Okay, so some people would say this because maybe they haven't heard our other podcast. Right. Dr. Andy, the dog is limping in the front. Why are you looking in the rear? <laughs> because if the rear is not... Do- picking up
1: its slack, it's pushing more weight to the front. And so then, then a, I can't say a
0: lot of the time,
1: maybe 30% of the time, I'm like, that's not even the front end, especially if it's switching back and forth.
0: That's what I the, was going to ask. Yeah. yeah.
1: If it's like dead lame, that's just one of my terms, dead lame. Like I had a Roddy mix, Roddy pity mix. Oh my God. He's delightful, sweet little guy. And he's just lame on that left front. Like it's always the left. It's always the left. It's always the left. Chiropractic wasn't touching it. Mom went through all of the conventionals. He ended up with an inoperable um, shoulder injury, Um, did shockwave and is doing amazing. And we can talk about that on another visit, another podcast, but, um, but it was always the left, always the left, but there was still something in that right rear too. So you have to look at the whole dog. Especially if it's switching in the front and it'll switch in the front because, okay, the right sore today, the left sore tomorrow, the front is actually very difficult. It will go back and forth on occasion, but if you're seeing that, um, sounds like mom's on the really the right track and has yeah. been for a while with this mm-hmm. dog. So, um, if we have Lyme set up in one of those joints, that can be problematic and have to be managed. Um, Dr. Judy may have some more insight into what you do about that exactly, but I'd look in the rear and the the chiropractic vet probably did probably got it. Hopefully got adjusted from nose to tail. But again, only Christ heals in
0: one, in Uh, one
1: thing, right? So she's got to go back Yeah. and she may have to go back once a week for three, four, five weeks. And if it's been there six months, you know, six days is very different from six months.
0: You know, but isn't it funny that, um, which is still better than six years, but go ahead. Right, right, right. (laughs) That they, that they do one adjustment and then they go to the doxycycline in that clinic. It sounds like, yeah, no, it sounds pretty regular. It's stupid, but it's regular that that's <laughs> not, that's not <laughs> right. That's probably not the way that uh, you or I would look at it, but that's the way that, you know, it's like, yeah, we tried. No, go back.
1: I, yeah. Is that, they, is that how you read the email? Like they did this one adjustment. Oh, that didn't work. We have to do this.
0: Yeah. I, yeah. Not and the pet parents, like got a red flag there too. She's like, yeah, that's why she reached out.
1: Yeah. I had a client tell me her, acupuncturist or dog's acupuncturist was trying to get her to get off wrong go on a prescription food. What? Yeah. My client's smart enough. She's like, uh no. <laughs> <laughs> but but acupuncture, uh yeah, does not necessarily mean holistic.
0: I would like you know,
1: see, I
0: and I, I don't even like that word, but go ahead. <laughs> I would be asking, well tell me about how prescription foods and inflammation might be connected or not connected. I mean, if they can't, then. Which is so stupid because we know this in humans. You,
1: I think everybody walking down the street has heard at one point in their lives that carbohydrates cause is cause inflammation. Right? Like they may not know any more than that. They may never change their diet, but they know all those cookies is inflammatory to the body. All those kibbles are inflammatory to the body.
0: End of, end of story. No, Andy, it's got <laughs> prescription on the front. That means it is good. Did you see Susan's email? They're taking and- them
1: to, yeah, they're taking them to court finally. Class action suit against the prescription foods
0: well i've I've been talking with Dr. Longsdale, you know, Dr. Longsdale, right? I do not what is what is that? okay, so it was it's in my the, own little world up here. Come on well, Dr. Longsdale is along the same Billinghurst, so it was Billinghurst okay. and Longsdale forever, right? Okay, and um Dr. Billinghurst has come back out of retirement, and he's you know working with people to help them understand. Look, raw feeding is not hard, right? Mm-hmm. Super simple because everybody's made it hard um because if you can confuse people then they don't catch on. Okay. So um, the other thing, Dr. Longsdale is um, in the UK and he is gathering signatures right now. And he has a book out that says that the the pharmaceutical industry, big pet food is in bed with the veterinary industry. And this is causing harm to our animals. But he's taken a petition over there. He wants this to be investigated. And Neely said, ooh, he got a death wish. <laughs> I mean, uh-huh. because, you know, I mean, it's like. Yes, absolutely. So he's he's asking if, if I can help, you know, on this side to get people to sign this. He's got to have 10 or 100,000 signatures. So I need to get that out. And we'll be talking a little bit more about that. But he was going to come on the podcast. But he said, look, I. This is one thing we gotta get done right away. Right. So there's a lot of people coming at it. Um, what do you think is gonna happen on Susan Thixton's lawsuit? And what angle well, are I don't think it's
1: in? it's I don't think it's hers, but it is a class action claiming that there this is not prescription. It's not actually a prescription. There is nothing med- medicine in it. It's just well, they say it's food. Um it's <laughs> right? chemical like, it's chemicals it, it's the most expensive junk on the market um and it you know so we'll see they've been trying to pull pull that together for a long time so we'll see um the federal trade committee is going after some of the big um the vcas the big chains because they're noticing that they're systematically and strategically buying up all these small vet clinics so they can raise the prices
0: oh think Goodness, but what and you I know mean, who
1: owns VCA? I did not know this. Did you know?
0: I, I, I'm not sure who
1: Mars So Mars is owns the clinics that's and owns the food that is sold in the clinics and they and they're all in bed with Big Pharma to raise all
0: the prices. well, I, I actually know someone that her job was to go around to all the clinics, all the independent clinics, and to sell them yep. on corporate. Now it We've was a little about bit about this.
1: It, yeah. it, it's, a, it's a good deal for them. <laughs> it's not a good it, deal for the consumers, for the patients, for the clients, but for the owners of these clinics, I can't blame them.
0: I saw her in the grocery store the other day and she said I quit. I couldn't do it couldn't anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think her soul was being ripped out of her body. But yeah, so I I hope you know the, the and I always say this, Doctor Andy. The thing that COVID gave us was a freaking wake up call, mm-hmm. right? Ass yep. a kick in the ass, inflame your ass, ass itis. You know, yep. It kicked everybody in the ass, and now we're inflamed. We're enraged. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> yes. Well, about half of us,
0: <laughs> anyway, but, which was better than before. Well, I'm just saying that there are all of these yeah. podcasters, right, that oh, are yeah. not that are not in the mainstream media. And you can find a ton of us that have been doing it for years, right, before the whole COVID thing. So I think we were in that the conspiracy camp, probably, you know, uh, maybe we're not in that camp anymore. Maybe people are starting to say, wait, hang on a second she wasn't lying. <laughs> <laughs> After the
1: 15th time they heard you say something, which is what it takes with people, right?
0: Well, that's you why I, gets it when you get it. Well, that's why I try to go into Dr. Cowan's classes or his community all the time, because the thinking is so different than what I'm used to, right? in, 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 in health, right? So he's always talking about the body is always trying to protect you. The body is always trying to go back towards health and the same thing in dogs. Mm -hmm. But what we do is we thwart that process constantly. So point case in point detoxing, the body is trying to detox and what are all the products out there? Stop you from detoxing. I don't want to sneeze. I don't want to have diarrhea. I don't want to cough. I don't want to have a fever. So your body is not allowed to get rid of the crap, yep. literally, that is, is being yep. built up in your body. Yep. We see the same thing happening with the dogs. And then we wonder why they have chronic disease down the road because we haven't allowed them to have diarrhea. Yep. Absolutely. I literally had a pet parent ship back to us food. The PMRs. Now, the PMRs seldom will cause loose stools. If I hear anything, the PMRs need to have some green tripe added to them, right? Mm-hmm. But she said to me, and she's a long term, well, six year raw feeder. Yep. She's, yeah. She said, uh, this, this causes loose stools in my dogs. And I'm like, okay, I don't hear that. And the more that we talked, and the more that I said, "Are we are we seeing like you know cow patty diarrhea? No, it's just half hard and half soft." And I'm like, "And and she she was only on the diet for four days." Yeah, and and and, and where does she live? I think uh, Nevada. Oh
1: okay, I was gonna say that could be weather like around here,
0: right? Like they don't want to go out and poop. So they hold it a little longer.
1: So then you have the hard and the soft because they held their poop too long. Like, you know, and I I don't just mm, people. Okay. So maybe that PMR does that to your dogs. So get one of the foods that does it mix it together. (laughs) Play with it, people, you know, put some more, get some duck heads or you know or you know like work with this it's not bad food people i just and ma- i just and maybe these dogs in this time were doing that because they were doing something else because the season was changing like it can
0: be so many things it's just my little soapbox sorry no i it's great <laughs> and so you know um So um, what she did was she shipped it back. Now, look, shipping food back is not easy because people don't understand that these little um, packets of dry ice that you, you know, those don't work. And then you don't have an insulated cooler. Those don't work. So by the time I got the food back, it it was, you know, bloody and it was, it was cold, but it was. So, you know what I did with it? Threw it out. Fed it to my dogs. Oh, okay. Good. Totally, totally just perfect. It would have too. (laughs) So I mean, I mean, I'm not, you know, I. So was it it Neely that left a whole box
1: out in her garage in the summer and fed it anyway. I'm like, ever, and it was fine. So ever since I heard that story, I'm like, that's fine.
0: (laughs) You know, actually, if your dogs are used to raw food, that's fine. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, it's so funny to me that. That you, you have a food that is totally frozen and you feed, you thaw it out and feed it to your dog. And if, if they don't act or respond in a way that looks like health to you, it's that people always come back and go, but I, but I put it immediately in my freezer and thawed it out. And I'm like, or, or refrigerator. I'm like, yeah, I don't even go there. It's not, it's not the thing. I mean, so anyway, it, it, it's just funny. Um I I said to Neely on a podcast, what is it what what is it that causes people to be so afraid of raw? the, the and it's the bacteria. It's the bacteria, it's the bacteria. And I wish people would get really, really educated on germs and bacteria. Maybe yeah. that would help.
1: And I think it's hard. For the Neelys and me and you, we don't even think about it anymore. That this is a real thing for a lot of people. They're really concerned about the fact, I don't think about it at all. I think I still have like some blood in my sink over there and I kind (laughs) of clean it up. And, you know, (laughs) the cats eat raw, but they don't get a new bowl every time. Like, you know, like I don't, And they're fine. Like we've been doing this for years. It's, It's,
0: it's, you know.
1: I do wipe but, up stuff, people, but you know, but like, you
0: don't even use gloves. Like you just get in there, wash your hands. Um, See, like I just, I, yeah. So um, did I, did I already say this on the podcast or was I saying it to you where somebody said that they they took their dog in because something was going on with their throat <laughs> and the raw and the vet said it's the raw food. And actually it was a weed that was stuck in the throat. <laughs> I belong to
1: this is along the lines, but not raw feeding. I belong to an EPI group on Facebook. God only knows why, because my little torch has EPI, who is completely managed perfectly with raw food, by the way, people. Um, And this woman had her dog's teeth cleaned, and the next day wouldn't eat. And she was all like, oh, the enzymes. Has anybody else had enzymes bothering them? I'm like, lady, the dog just had anesthesia. Probably got pain meds. Who knows if they're on antibiotics? It's not the enzymes that you've been giving him for his EPI. And I'm like, one meal, one meal. I'm like, people, take a breath. Your dog just had a dental. Give it a day. Relax. (laughs) But same thing, you know, four days. They can't eat the PMR. Like,
0: really? Yeah, I... I don't know what that is Andy and and yet um we see this these class action, class action lawsuits going up against um you know the these foods that people have been feeding for a lifetime they've been feeding Purina Pro Plan or feeding prescription diets for a lifetime and these foods are just chemicals they're chemicals that have been baked into pellets and they have the name on it prescription and yet we throw these fits about raw i i don't know if we're ever going to be able to change that mindset what do you think
1: what we're doing every day, right? One day at a time, one person at a time. That's why we're here. Right. I don't know know how much is going to change, but I can't just sit back. You can't just sit
0: back and watch it. No. And you know, it does give me uh, courage when I see the heavy hitters, the heavy hitters, like Dr. Longsdale and Susan Thixton and all of these people going up against this behemoth behemoth machine, right? And whether we will move the needle or not, at least we are giving it our best shot. You know? It's all we can do. Yeah, it's all we can do. Hey, listen, here's what else you can do. You can work with um, Dr. Andy. Um, especially if you have a dog like Kelly's, okay, that is limping. You've done just darn near everything you can think of. You can sign up for a consult with Dr. Andy. It doesn't matter where you are in the world and and get a video of your dog. Maybe you get on a Zoom and you follow the dog around with, you know, with the with the um oh, computer. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then she can she can really alert you to where the issue might be because I think it would be normal for a pet parent to think oh, it's in the front. No, it's in the rear. All right. So you want to work with Dr. Andy? Get over to that really cute website. Uh, it's animalmagiccare.com, animalmagiccare.com, okay? Uh, you Got to get your dog on a species-appropriate diet. Get over to rawdogfoodandcompany.com. Remember, Yappy Hour is every Wednesday night from 6 p.m. to midnight, so get over there. We can help save you some money in this economy that is nutso at the moment. And also, Dr. Andy, uh, for our local listeners, you are going to be having your packages coming yes. up, your birthday bash sale, uh, yes. which is always great. So
1: my yep. birthday is the end of the month. We, and Yeah. I think I'm going to do a 12 pack again and they're still at 2022 20, prices. Those packages. I,
0: I love those packages. Yeah. Cause then I just, yeah. I just make my appointment. It's already done. Yep. I yeah. I pay for it in advance. Yeah. I use, I use the, that cost to pay for that cost. It's a br- great, <laughs> it's brilliant. All right, everybody, get over to AnimalMagicCare.com and RawDogFoodandCompany.com where your pet's health is our business. And what, Dr. Andy? Friends don't let friends feed kibble. That's right. We'll see you soon, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, snap. Find out how you can start your dog on the road to health and longevity. Go to RawDogFoodandCompany.com where friends don't let friends feed kibble and where your pet's health is our business. Just snap. No! <laughs>